Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Inside the Asperger Studios Presents Stories. Have you ever wondered where you can get all your podcast news free delivered to you in your email? Well, my next guest, James Cridland, did just that. He came up with podnews.net, a podcast news newsletter sent directly to your email. So sit back, relax, and grab your favorite beverage, and I'll see you on the other side. See you there. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Inside the Asperger Studios Presents Stories. Today I'm joined with James Krylin, editor and founder of Pod News. Welcome to the show, James. Greetings. It's really good to be here. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, wow, where to start? Um, I have uh, worked in the audio and radio business since uh, 1989 um, and uh, ended up being uh, one of the first to do a uh, um, RSS podcast feed in January, I think, of 2005 for the radio station I was working for at the time and have been involved in uh, podcasting, I guess, ever since, and um, started the Pod News newsletter around six or so uh, years ago, uh, which is a daily uh, newsletter all about podcasting and and on demand. All right. So, how did Pod News come about? Um, it, it was uh, it was a conversation in a bar, as all as all of the best conversations are. Um, I was at the Worldwide Radio Conference, uh, which is, is I think. Um, uh, it's it's one of these tricks that you Americans like like to play, you know, the worldwide baseball uh, and all of that. Uh, I think I was the worldwide, um, but I was there in uh, LA, really enjoying that and um, chatting to a friend of mine, and he was saying, "Where do you get your podcast news from?" And I was thinking, "I don't know. I don't think there is anywhere." And we had a look around, and then I thought, "Well, maybe there's a business in this." Um, and I was already doing our weekly. Um, a radio newsletter at the time, and I thought, well, let's um, let's see if I can fill a void. So uh, I ended up doing that in May of 2017, and have, have, have kept on going ever since. All right, let's talk a little bit about podcasting. Who do you think the bigger player is, Apple or Spotify? Oh, that's a trick question, Reed, and you know it. <laughs> um, it's uh, it really depends on what you're measuring. If you're measuring human beings listening to podcasts, then Spotify is number one. Uh, it's got the most amount of people who are listening to podcasts um, by uh, a large margin, at least certainly in the US. Um, when you have a look at Apple, so um, uh, rough figures, Spotify is about a third of all podcast listeners use Spotify. Um, and about a quarter of all uh, podcast listeners use Apple. Um, mm -hmm. But when you have a look at downloads, which is arguably more important, um, uh, certainly in terms of uh, podcasters, then Apple is winning uh, incredibly well. Apple actually has nine times more um, downloads than uh, Spotify does. So it really depends on what you're looking at. But um, Spotify is certainly getting podcasting out there to a brand new audience who've not, you know, listened to uh, uh, listened to podcasts in the past. Um, but Apple is clearly where the uh, the podcast fans still uh, go in the US. And there's differences in other countries as well. I've, I've just um, uh, last year, last week, I was in uh, the 
Czech Republic. I was in Prague, and there, Spotify way in way in ahead, leading in terms of total downloads as well. So it really depends on which particular country you're having a look at as well. Now, why do you think podcasting has taken off so huge? Um, I, I mean, I think it's it's a number of uh, a number of reasons. I think, firstly. Podcasting is taking off because it's a very open medium and anyone can can podcast and, and there's good and bad in that. What that essentially means is that if you produce a great show, then you can be on exactly the same platforms as This American Life and The New York Times Daily um joe rogan if you want to be um so you can um you know it's very open um and uh, median didn't used to be like that you needed to convince a um you know a, a radio station director or something to get your your show on the air and even if you managed that then you would have needed to have um done whatever the radio station wanted you to do uh, whereas podcasting is very different so i think you know that clearly has something to to be um said for it and i think also yeah. just the wide variety of different people um who uh, are podcasting you know means that there's uh, voices for everybody um and i think that that's a good thing too all right what topics do you really think are growing in the podcast industry well, uh, topics in terms of um, uh, in terms of types of show, or topics in terms of big news stories. Type of show. Types of show. I mean, um, true crime has clearly been a very big thing uh, over the last couple of years. Um, it's interesting that true crime seems to appeal uh, to women a fair amount, whereas uh, much of the podcasting that we've seen in the past has been tech stuff, which has uh, mainly appealed. Uh, to men um so it's been nice seeing that sort of thing but you know the, there's a lot of different um of different shows coming out i think we are seeing a lot of um scripted audio a lot of audio drama mm -hmm. and that sort of thing happening um and i think that that's you know great news for um for those people that like um you know audio drama it's very difficult to make money out of which is um, which is hard, but I think that we're certainly seeing a growth uh, in that sort of uh, stuff as well. All right. Now you call yourself a, ra a radio futurologist. Do you care to do. elaborate on that? <laughs> well, um, I've always been interested, uh, you know, working in radio. I've always been interested in what happens when radio and technology collide, basically. Mm -hmm. um, so I've looked at uh, various things in the past. Um, uh, around you know i was i was uh, when i was working at uh, the original virgin radio in london for example i launched uh, the world's first mobile phone app uh streaming uh radio um back in uh, again back in 2005 it was a busy year for me um and um you know it ran on three symbian phones um <laughs> not quite sure it was necessarily the future but it was certainly an experiment into what would happen when you had phones that um, would understand apps and things like like that so i've always been interested in that sort of thing and i do think that radio has a lot of wonderful tradition in in most countries it's radio's 100th birthday it is down here in australia where i'm talking to you uh, it was in the czech republic um so you know radio's 100th birthday is very exciting but um so lots of tradition there but also i think radio is having to reinvent itself a little bit as we um uh you know as we move uh, forward and you know radio is less 
uh, arguably less about live and uh, local and more about um, great content that uh, may be pre-recorded, that may be uh, made in a very different way than how radio was, um, you know, when I was in it in the, in the um, late 80s, early 90s. Um, so I think, you know, it's, it's just a, quite a lot of differences there, which is why, you know, I've called myself a radio futurologist, um, if only because that's a really good way to get into the uh, Google um, number one by uh, making up a word um, <laughs> and sticking yourself down at it. <laughs> Um, but uh, you know, very, very much focused on where on, on where radio is going. Uh, do you have? Uh, do you feel that eventually, somewhere along the lines, podcasts will kind of overtake radio, and it will become the new norm of what to listen to? Um, that may happen in the long future, um, but I mean, right now. We're seeing in most countries uh, radio listening, 90% of people listen to the radio every week, um, uh, whereas in comparison to podcasting, podcasting is about 42%. So, um, you know, so significant um, space to grow there for podcasting, but also time spent listening. Uh, is also very different. Um, the radio has a benefit in that it never stops, um, whereas podcasts, of course, always stop at the end of a show. Um, and so time time spent listening for radio is an awful lot longer. Um, and it's just, you know, particularly if you're jumping in the car, you're driving to the shops or you're driving to work, it's just there. Um, it's a really easy way of getting entertainment. You don't have to sync your phone up with Bluetooth or do any of this complicated things. So I think radio still has um, a long future, but I think clearly, you know, um, podcasting is taking away some of its um, ear time, if you like. Um, and I think, you know, uh, if you're programming a radio station, you should probably be focusing on what radio's unique selling point is. And radio's unique selling point when I was involved in it was playing songs, um, playing lots of them. Um, you know, we've got a thing called Spotify now. We don't necessarily need that anymore. Um, yeah. And so I think it's a lot of actually working out, okay, well, what what can radio do better than anybody else can? Um, and playing songs is probably not it. Um, but um, keeping in touch with local communities, telling the stories of um, of other people, and frankly, just hearing another human voice. Um, I mean, we've all uh, escaped from a pandemic uh, only a couple of years ago where we weren't allowed to leave our houses in many cases, and radio was a you know, significant thing for our mental health then, because, you know, it was a way that we could actually hear what else was going on in the world. So I think that that was uh, an important thing too. All right. Now let's get on to some more interesting questions. Let's start off with, where did you grow up? Where did I grow up? Where did you grow um, up? Yeah. Well, you can tell from my uh, English accent that uh, I, I'm, I'm from the UK. I'm not from down here in Australia. There'd be a very different accent. Uh, if that was the case. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I grew up in uh, well, I was born in London and uh, grew up in various places in the UK. So, uh, yeah. All right. What motivates you, inspires you and drives you? Wow. There's a question. Um, I think I'm very um, I think, you know, I'm relatively passionate about things. I'm passionate about, about understanding uh, things and passionate right. about 
seeing if I can get to the bottom of certain, you know, certain things. So I think that that drives me a fair amount. And I think what also drives me a fair amount in terms of um, the work that I do is actually being helpful to other people. And I try and, um, you know, wherever I can help, um, you know, help people understand the particular industry that we're in and um you know where i can give uh, as many contacts and as many uh, ideas to people as i can because i think that that's uh, also uh, helpful as well so i think both of those things uh, drive me a fair amount yeah all right what's the best compliment you have ever received oh um well, the best compliment i've ever received the best compliment i've ever received um i mean i mean clearly it's when my when my wife asked me to marry her <laughs> um that, that that was clearly a that was clearly a compliment um yeah i mean i'm 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 lucky in that um i mean you know i i, I go to a lot of uh, conferences i go to a lot of podcast conferences and that sort of thing and i'm lucky that quite a lot of people come up to me and they say how much they like my stuff uh, and that's really nice and that's a wonderful compliment when that happens unfortunately of course um if you're writing um every single day of the year um and um you're you know an independent journalist uh as i guess i am then occasionally you will upset people and so there will always be a few people who are slightly less than joyous to uh see my uh see my happy face um and of course i remember those interactions uh in those in those conferences much more than i do the positive ones but um but uh, yeah it's always nice it's always nice to be uh, told when you've done well all right. What's your biggest failure and what did you learn from that experience? Biggest failure. What's my biggest failure? That is an interesting question. Um, I mean, I think um, I, I, I used to manage people um, and uh, used to look after um, uh, sometimes I was looking after a team of seven uh, and then I moved on to looking after a team of 77 um and uh sometimes i wish that i was a bit of a better manager um i don't think i was too bad but i think that there were certain things that, you know looking back now as we we can all do um that we can actually that we can actually improve on things um i'm quite lucky in that i don't think i've specifically failed in anything um i've realized uh, um i've realized things about myself as i've as i've uh, grown up and realized you know what i'm good at and what i'm not so good at and um i try and do less of the things that i'm not so good at more of the things that i'm good at so i suppose you know from that from that point of view i've been able to catch myself prior to any large uh, failure i guess all right tell me about three influential people in your life and how they impacted you <laughs> that's an excellent question it's like uh it's like it's like seeing the um uh, yeah it's like seeing the analyst um three people who have impacted me well um i mean there was a uh, there was a guy at school who um was always very clever with um uh technology and very clever with um uh, computer programming and stuff like that and um i think watching uh watching this guy's name was michael um i realized what you could do with technology and what you could do with um you know if you only learned to 
um, spend a little bit of time to how to program a computer, you could actually get it to do some very interesting things. So I think um, certainly learning from him was uh, really helpful. Um, I think also learning from there's a, um, a guy that I worked with once um, uh, it was called Ricky, who was very uh, incredibly creative, would always come up with new and interesting ideas. Um, and, um, you know, and it was always it was always um, great to see just different ways of coming up with ideas and different ways of um you know, of 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 coming up with um, new, interesting ways to look at a problem that you hadn't actually had a look at. So um, yeah, so I would I would probably put him in that in that list. Um, yeah, you want you want one more, and I'm going to flounder uh, <laughs> a little <laughs> bit um, for one more. But I think you know, there, there's um, yeah, it's, there, there's just sort of quite a lot of sort of watching you know watching people who I've uh who i've worked with who i've uh you know admired from afar and actually understood you know a little bit more about what they do and and what they you know um and uh, how they tick and i think that's always been very useful all right what makes you feel inspired or like your best self oh i think inspiring is when you see other people that are um uh, that have that are into the same things as you are, but that come with a different point of view. Um, I always find that really, really inspiring and interesting to watch people coming into this space um, who are driven by, you know, different thoughts and different ways of doing things. But um, you know, but they come in with uh, really interesting ideas. So, uh, you know, I find that really inspiring because it, it, it again, it makes me. It, it, it sort of opens up the avenues for what is is possible, and I think that, that that that's always a good thing. All right, finish the sentence. I am at my best when. <laughs> uh, I'm at my best when. There's a there's a thing. Um, uh, I'm I'm at my best when I feel valued. There you go. All right. If you can turn back time and talk to your 18 year old self. What would you tell them? Um, what would I tell them? Um, do you know, I mean, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I've, I've been, you know, sort of relatively lucky in my life, and I'm not sure that I would necessarily tell him anything, um, anything other than, um, you know, keep keep on keep on going. Um, <laughs> you know, with, uh, with uh, what you're doing, I think, um, you know, being a bit more self-aware is, is, is always helpful. Um, and self-aware of, of how you come over to other people. But I think that that's the only thing that I would probably go back and tell my 18 year old self. Yeah. All right. If you can have a billboard with anything on it, what would, what would it be and why? I mean, rather boringly, if if I could have a billboard with anything on it, then I would like it to promote um, the newsletter that I send, because that would be nice. That would be helpful. Go and subscribe, podnews.net. It's free. Um, so uh, I think that would be uh, good. But I think also, um, if you're asking if I could have a billboard and it had one word on it, then I think that word would be passion. Um, I think um, having passion in something is hugely important and i think you can really spot those businesses and those human beings who lack the passion for what they do 
because you end up with this really beige, boring experience that isn't um, doesn't have any love put into it. And I think um, people who are passionate about what they do are tremendous, um, a tremendous people to, you know, to nurture and just make sure that that passion goes in the right direction rather than in the, in the wrong direction. All right. What do you think the world will look like in five years from now? Um, what do I think the world will look like in five years from now? Uh, hotter, probably. Um, uh, I think it'll look, um, I'm, you know, I mean, I think it'll look, uh, politics aside, I think it'll look much the same as it, as it currently does. Um, uh, hopefully we will have understood a little bit more about how to take care of the planet that we're on. Um, but I'm probably not holding my breath. Um, but I think, you know, apart from politics, um, I think rather depressingly, it'll look quite similar to how, how it is right now. All right. What was your favorite subject in school? Uh, favorite subject in school was um, uh, music, um, but also politics. I really enjoyed politics for some reason. Um, uh, I've, I've never made a career in it. and I've never been particularly interested in following one but um yeah i really enjoyed the sort of the whole thing and, th and this was uk politics so obviously it's um you know it's all very old-fashioned uh and everything else but uh yeah i really enjoyed that all right would you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert oh i would consider myself i mean i think i, I think as many people that have worked on on the radio um have have been um i think introverted normally um, and I think as soon as you get behind a microphone or or on stage or something, then there's this inner switch that we can turn that uh, makes us very extroverted and very and, and a different person. Um, and you finish playing that game and then you jump off stage and then you're back to being introverted again. So I think that that's probably how that works. All right. If you could be remembered for one thing, what would it be and why? If I could be remembered for one thing... What would that be and why? Um, I mean, I think, um, yeah, you see quite a lot of these, quite a lot of these answers either come back to, because it's very trite to say, you know, a great husband and father. <laughs> um, uh, but, uh, you know, so it's a bit trite to end up saying that. And so, and so you then go, okay, well, it's probably got something to do with work and blah, blah, blah. But, um, you know, um, I think, you know, somebody who was, who was, who was passionate and, um, you know, and, and tried to, um, you know, tried to do the right, the, the, the right thing, I guess. All right. So why don't you tell me, tell me a little bit about where you are now in your life? Um, yeah, now I think I'm in a pretty good uh, place. Um, uh, I think, um, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I, I've been very lucky in that I've um, uh, almost drifted from job to job. Um, I've uh, very rarely had job interviews. I've very rarely applied for a job. Um, I've sort of made the jobs that I want to do, um, you know, essentially. And for the last 15 years, worked for myself, which has been uh, really good. So, you know, so I've 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 enjoyed very much doing that. So I think, you know, now is a good uh, a good uh, time, really. It's, um, you know, it's it's um, it, it, it's always nice having, you know, having a set of a set of things that, um, you know, you feel relatively comfortable with. All right. Now we get on to the show where everyone wants to hear the famous questions. What is your favorite word? 
Oh, what is my favorite word? Well, I'm going to boringly say passion again. Can I say passion again? Sure, you can. <laughs> what is your least favorite word? What is my least favorite word? Beige. All right. What turns you on creatively, spiritually, and emotionally? Um, I think being surrounded by other people who uh, share the same who share the same kind of beliefs that I do. All right. What turns you off? Um, uh, sort of loud, over, over, um, overconfident, uh, overconfident people who know nothing. <laughs> What's your favorite curse word? What's my favorite curse word? Um, I mean, you know, being English, a good bloody hell is, is, is pretty good. <laughs> okay. What sound or noise do you love? Um, I think when I moved to to Australia, I think one of the things that um, that you notice when you um, uh, move the other side of the world is that the the bird song sounds sounds quite different. Um, An Australian bird song always sounds very different to English bird song, and I quite like Australian bird song. What sound or noise do you hate? Uh, interesting. Uh, I I really don't like. Um, very loud car exhausts. All right. What's your favorite color? Uh, favorite color is is uh, normally green, I suppose. What's your least favorite color? I've never thought of a least favorite color. Um, but I guess my least favorite color is uh, probably black. I wonder how many people say anything other than black. All right. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Oh, what profession other than my own would I like to attempt? Interesting question. Um, interesting question. Um, I quite like to be, uh, I, I mean, there are jobs that I would quite like to do, but then I wouldn't want to make a career out of them. Or, you know, I'd like to serve behind a bar, for example. That would be fun, but I, I wouldn't want to do that every night. Um, similarly, you know, um, a long time ago, I wanted to be a radio DJ, and then then I realised that I didn't want to do that every night because that was because that was mental. So, um, yeah, I think probably brewing beer and that sort of thing is probably a good plan. All right. What profession would you not like to do? Oh. Uh... I would not like to be in charge of Google right now. <laughs> All right. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Uh, uh, yeah, gosh. Uh, welcome in. <laughs> yes. Sending anything more than that. <laughs> when you arrive at heaven, who would you like to meet? Um, oh, I mean, I think, you know, family and, and, and things like that, of course. Yeah, absolutely. All right. What podcasts do you recommend for my audience? Ah, now there's a thing I would recommend. 
Um, I mean, the podcast that I normally recommend has just closed down, so that's um, so that's difficult, isn't it? Um, so, what would I recommend? I would recommend the Bugle, which is a uh, it's a satirists um, podcast, which is all about the news and stuff like that. It comes out every week. It's very good. All right, and finally, where can people find out more about you and Pod News? Uh, so you can find out more about me at uh, the Pod News website, podnews.net um, is uh, where to go uh, for that, and it's free. Um, and I've got a, a, a personal website at james.cridland.net, and uh, that um, is where you can find out more about stuff that I've done in, in radio, and there's blogs and all kinds of stuff over there as well. And that is it. That is it, ladies and gentlemen. That was James Cribbin from Pod News. I'll see you in the next one. I wanna believe in the truth, but only see what I'm shown. Got the freedom to choose, but can't decide on my own. Follow what the group is thinking. Bottle up my intuition till it's popping out the box that I don't fit in. I wanna believe in the truth, but only see what I'm shown. Got the freedom to choose, but can't decide on my own. Follow what the group is thinking. Bottle up my intuition till it's popping out the box that I don't fit in. Shape shifting, same player, different position. The definition can stick with them. Drifting through these layers of wisdom. I took a break from tradition. I move away from what's expected. Change the music, ride the wave, but keep the message. Question this dimension, there's still deception. Every entrance have good intentions, no exceptions, and leave the rest up to the heavens. We're only plan to be the secret and become yourself. Cause more than half would you believe in was prepared to be misleading for the benefit of someone else. I wanna believe in the truth, but only see what I'm shown. Got the freedom to choose, but can't decide on my own. Follow what the group is thinking, bottle up my intuition till it's popping up the box that I don't fit in. I wanna believe in the truth, but only see what I'm shown. Got the freedom to choose, but can't decide on my own. Follow what the group is thinking, bottle up my intuition till it's popping up the box that I don't, I don't fit in. Hey, hey, yeah, I don't fit in. Applause. I don't walk right in the traps. While you closing in the walls, I'll be using out the cracks. So don't relax, don't breathe. These are the facts. Close at least. Stutters, the bananas. Suckers. Keep moving along to the beat. Brainwash, rinse and repeat. Keep going about with the sheep. I'll go. Got to leave. Know what I mean? Probably not. Honesty shots. Spotless. The only box I'll ever fit in is the one that I die. I want to believe in the truth, but only see what I'm shown. Got the freedom to choose, but can't decide on my own. Follow what the group is thinking. Bottle up my intuition. Till it's popping out the box that I don't fit in. Wanna believe in the truth, but only see what I'm shown. Got the freedom to choose, but can't decide on my own. Follow what the group is thinking. Bottle up my intuition till it's popping out the box that I don't fit in. Hey, hey, yeah, I don't fit in. Hey, hey.